Greetings. This is astrologer Pam Younghans, and here is my forecast for the week of October 31st to November 6th, 2022. The two weeks between eclipses always feel somewhat surreal. There's often a vague sense of disconnect, as if our feet never fully touch the ground. This eclipse effect will likely increase throughout the coming week. As we move through this first week of November, every day getting closer to the full moon total lunar eclipse on November 8th, we will also be sensing its specific energies more and more. Full moons are usually very emotional events, so we will be working with some deep feelings. And lunar eclipses, especially total eclipses, represent significant life-changing turning points that often seem faded. Next week's total eclipse will likely make a powerful statement as to where and how we proceed from here. At the time of the event, the moon is tightly conjunct radical Uranus and Taurus, with both planets opposing a stellium, the Sun, Mercury, and Venus in Scorpio. All these planets will be square to Saturn in Aquarius, strongly activating the energies of the Saturn-Uranus square. The square aspect between Saturn and Uranus was exact three times in 2021. In 2022, Although the two planets are never precisely square, separated by exactly 90 degrees, they have been within one degree of their exact square for the past several weeks. During this time, we have experienced a resurgence of the battle between conservative Saturn and progressive Uranus factions. Throughout its tenure, this square has manifested as polarized extremes, challenges to the status quo, and a strong sense that life is unstable. While we have a desire for change, knowing that humanity must rethink how we treat the environment and each other, we fear the disruption that will accompany the dismantling of the old systems. We may embrace idealism, Uranus, but at the same time resist, Saturn, the shifts that will need to happen in the real world to allow a more ideal society to be birthed and nurtured. Astrologers consider the outermost planet involved in a square, in this case Uranus, to be the stronger of the two, thus making it the eventual victor in the contest. Uranus is known to be rebellious and erratic, bringing about both breakthroughs and breakdowns as needed to help us make progress. The sideways spinning planet uses sudden or surprising turns of events to help drive forward the process of change. The best advice as we move into this week and next is to be flexible and adaptable. Whatever occurs, remember that we are not viewing the end result, but rather observing an important step that will be a catalyst for further shifts. We will benefit by maintaining a higher spiritual perspective, the keen vision of eagle, that enables it to see both the landscape immediately below it and the far distant horizon. I'll be writing more about the upcoming full moon eclipse in next week's journal, but want to provide some personal food for thought this week. Many, or most, eclipses have a 19-year cycle. While the solar eclipse on October 25th of this year was a first-timer, the total lunar eclipse on November 8th will occur at the same degree as the total lunar eclipse that occurred on November 9th, 2003. There are, of course, significant differences in the charts for the two sister eclipses based on where the other planets are located. For instance, the eclipse in 2003 did not invoke the strong Saturn-Uranus energies we see active in the 2022 eclipse. 
However, next week's eclipse will be located in the same house in our natal charts as the one in 2003, energizing the same area of life experience. And, as in 2003, the 2022 eclipse will strongly aspect any planets we may have in the middle degrees, from 12 to 20 degrees, of the fixed signs, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. Because of these similarities, we may gain some insights by reviewing where we were in November 2003 and the changes that happened over the next six months. In some way, the 2022 eclipse will bring out a next step in an evolutionary process that was engaged 19 years ago. Here are this week's most important planetary aspects with my brief interpretations of each. Of special note, there are six sesquiquadrate aspects peppered across the week. These aspects, which occur when planets are 135 degrees apart, can be emotional and volatile. They require us to deal with the consequences of a lack of self-composure and self-restraint. On Monday, the moon is in Capricorn and will be conjunct Pluto. Emotions are intensified today, as is the need to dominate or control. Also on Monday, the sun is sesquiquadrate Neptune. Like the dry ice vapor used in haunted houses, this aspect can blur our vision and cause confusion. We may try to avoid problems by acting in secret or can feel that we have been deceived by others. And on Monday, Venus is sesquiquadrate Mars. People react unfavorably or even angrily to questions to find out the truth of a situation. On Tuesday, the moon is in Aquarius and will square Uranus and be conjunct Saturn. Unexpected events may disrupt our plans for the day and cause delays. On Wednesday, Venus is quincunx Chiron and conjunct the South Node. Wounds from past relationships or the actual people we were once involved with may resurface today. This is an opportunity to do a relationship autopsy and also to attend to any healing that may still be needed. And on Wednesday, the Sun is sesquiquadrate retrograde Mars. We may be drawn back into past dramas today or revisit old feelings of resentment and anger. On Thursday, Mercury is sesquiquadrate Neptune. We may not be clear on our plans today or find it challenging to express our thoughts adequately. And Venus is sesquiquadrate Jupiter on Thursday. We can go overboard with attempts to connect with someone. Alternatively, we may be overly self-indulgent as a way to make up for a feeling of lack. On Friday, Mercury is sesquiquadrate retrograde Mars. Conversations can quickly become contentious with this aspect and effect. Residual angers are easily activated. On Saturday, the Sun is quincunx Chiron and conjunct the South Node. Painful baggage from the past is reopened, giving us the opportunity for an honest look at our deeper motivations. Also on Saturday, Venus is opposite Uranus. Some may throw out their relationship rule book today, or even part ways if their deeper needs are not being met. On Sunday, Mercury is quincunx Chiron and conjunct the South Node. Words may be sourced from a wounded place today, causing a cascade of more hurt feelings. We are challenged to move beyond the habit of blaming others for our insecurities, instead to start taking care of ourselves. The Sun is sesquiquadrate Jupiter on Sunday. Emotions could spiral out of hand today as self-control is at a minimum. 
and on Sunday the moon is in Aries and will be conjunct Eris and square Pluto. It is hard to be objective with these lunar aspects. There is a strong instinctive resistance to any form of control or manipulation. If your birthday is this week, communication and honesty in personal relationships are strong themes for you this year. In your journey to deepen your self-understanding and your connection with a loved one, you may encounter old angers and dramas that are needing to be healed and resolved. These residual emotions may be from this lifetime or have originated in other lifetimes. Over the past couple of years, you have gone through a major shift in your identity, and this year challenges you to adapt your style of relating so that it is more authentic to the new you. This is astrologer Pam Younghans wishing you an insightful week. Thank you for being with me on this journey. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at Inner Self have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you. Visit the Inner Self Market for new attitudes and new possibilities. You'll find inspiring books, wonderful music CDs, audiobooks, card decks, candles, jewelry, gifts, all kinds of wonderful things. Visit us at market.innerself.com.